0: Everybody, welcome to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Phil Houston. And I've got some good stuff for you today. Uh, first, a little bit of housekeeping and a quick word from our sponsor. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, do me a favor, drop us a five star rating. Let other folks know there's some value here as well. Um, and if you're looking to find me, I'm, I can be found on Instagram at Coach Phil Houston, it's H U E S T O N, on Twitter at Phil Houston, also H U E S T O N, and at my website, CoachPhilHouston.com. Now, a quick word from our sponsor and then on with the show. All right, and we are back. And uh, listen, I'm coming to you today um, without a script and without any, really without any notes. Um, this is a really tough one for me because uh, I have to go to a wake tonight. Um, it's a Wednesday. I have to go to a wake tonight for a young man that I coached back in the mid to late 2000s um, when I was a strength coach for a local hockey club, hockey team, uh, high school hockey team. And uh, this young man was one of the rising stars on that team, one of the stars of that team for sure. Uh, one of those kids that you that you just would never expect to fail emotionally or psychologically, um, but, but I have to go to his wake tonight because he just passed away of a heroin overdose um, just about a week ago, and uh, really shocking to me to hear the, to hear about it from another one of the kids that I coached in that time frame um, who had also had some issues with drugs of his own, uh, which I found out just at the same time. So needless to say, when I reached out to them and, and the first thought I had was, you know, how did I fail? What did I miss? Um, how did I not see this possibility? Um, but life pushes kids and pushes people in different directions. Okay, and um, this young man essentially took his own life. He allowed heroin to, to to get into him and and become his addiction. Right, and heroin is a horrifying drug. Um, it, it's it's so addictive as we know, but our kids have access to it almost twenty four seven all the time now. Um, and as parents, as coaches, we need to be aware that these temptations are out there for these kids and that it's really easy for them to start with things that everybody says are benign uh, which is one of the reasons why you're not going to hear me be supportive of the whole 420 movement. I'm sorry guys. I, I, I'll admit to having smoked in college and tried it in college and probably tried it a few more times than I ought to have, but um, the reality of it is the research totally diverges from what we're being told by the media and the government and everybody else about marijuana, but we're going to cover that in a different episode. Uh, but there's no question in my mind that marijuana is not the benign drug that everybody thinks it is. But it's the one that so many of our kids think about and try first because they think it's it's safe and it's harmless and it's everybody does it and it's one of those things that athletes can do and you know smart kids can do and high performing kids can do. But here's the thing: I've spoken about this on this podcast before. Our highest performing kids are often the most at risk. And and this young man whose wake I have to go to tonight, and I I'm not looking forward to this. Obviously. He was one of those high performers. He was a, a terrific hockey player, leader on his team, a captain, high, you know, the, the scorer on, on the first line. If you know anything about hockey, you know what that means. He was on the ice all the time. He was the guy making the game happen, making things change anytime he wanted to. The game where you were tied, you know, four-four at the end of the third period, you put Mike's line on the on the ice. That's all there was to it. Right? He had the puck. He was the guy. Right? You got out of college, got out of high school, went to college. You know, succeeded in college, got out. You know, took up bodybuilding, and we all kind of know what happens when you take up bodybuilding. There was no question that this this was going on for him, and and we all could have seen it at that point. We probably should have, but no one wanted to say to this young guy, this young man, "Hey, maybe you ought not be doing that stuff." You know, you're a hard-charging kid. You're trying to get ahead. You're trying to be successful in a world that you don't, you're is you're new to. Okay, and this is something that maybe we should have seen. I didn't didn't know him as well as then, and, and see him as often as I would have liked to at that point. But had I seen him. Maybe I would have spoken to him. I don't know. Uh, people who were around him just in the last few weeks didn't say it happening either. So I can't, I can't really blame them, and I can't blame myself. You don't know when it's going to happen. And, I'm, and I'm, this is completely free, free range for me today because this is a really, really hard day. This is awful cathartic for me to be able to talk to you and, and, and share these things with you. S- suicide and, and drugs and all those things were, were on my radar scope not too long ago uh, when I was in the midst of my deep depression. I'm going to be talking about that at length in upcoming episodes, because I want to share with you guys the same challenges that I had and understand the ways that you can deal with them, that I finally learned how to deal with them um, and not, not allow myself to fall down that, that, that really deep rabbit hole of wiring my brain into depression and wiring my brain into anxiety so that it became a permanent state for me. Um, if you know me, you know that I'm, 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 a, I'm a very, I'm an opinionated guy. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly hard charging. I want, I, I want a lot out of myself. Um, and that drive can become a real negative wedge for you, all right, and I think with someone like this young man, Mike, it could have become the same thing for him, the desire to succeed, to prove everybody right, to, to prove or prove people wrong, for that matter, people said he couldn't, couldn't be successful, uh, to live up to the expectations that were set for him when he was just 15 or 16 or 17 years old, or even younger, um, and to live up to those expectations can be hell for a kid, for a young man, he's almost 30, 29 years old when he passed, but It is just tremendously painful to know that all of these things are there pressing in on our kids. And please, if you're a parent, if you're a coach, look for the warning signs. If your child is is acting out, if your child is trying, trying some dangerous things, engaging in dangerous behaviors, don't just brush it off as teenage whatever, research, teenage experimentation. Don't do that. Don't brush it off. Have a conversation with them. Get someone else to have a conversation with them. Find a coach or someone that they trust, someone that they like and who loves them and have that person have a conversation with them and find out what's going on. And yes, you may have to betray some trust. I hate to say that, but talking to this person afterwards, even if you have to promise that you won't, if you want to know what's going on in your kid's life, you can't just let this slide. It's really, really hard. As a coach, looking at this this kid's life and what happened for him, it breaks my heart to think that I didn't stay in touch with him over the years that I didn't reach out, I didn't step in. And there's so many other kids that I, that I, that I haven't done that for as a coach, and I'm, I'm, I'm really letting something out here that I probably shouldn't. We all do it, we all get busy, we all have lives, we have businesses, we have things to do, we have marriages, and it's really easy for us to not step in the breach when someone needs it. And if you don't, what happens is this, you're looking back on and in pain saying, what could I have done differently? You know, when I reached out to, to the young man who posted about this first, who I do have stayed in touch with somewhat over the years, I didn't know he had a problem with drugs. I had no idea. And I, and I wrote to him and I said that, um, I feel like I failed you. I feel like I missed something that, that I should have seen. Um, and as a coach, I feel like I failed you. And he, he wrote back to me and he said, no, no, you and and I'm not going to name the hockey coach that I worked with at the time. You guys had it right. You guys knew what you were doing. You knew how to handle us. We didn't believe that at the time. We didn't want to believe it at the time. But you guys, you guys were, were the best coaches we'd ever worked with. And that made it even harder. Because when you have someone who thinks back on, on their time with you, that finally and that, that positively, and you know that they've struggled and you haven't been there to help them, it's really, really hard to hear those words. As much as I, I appreciate it and I love them for it, it it's, it's hard to hear those words. Coaches, listen to me please listen. You need to see it. Don't just get focused on the metrics. Understand that when your kids are struggling, they're struggling for a reason. When your athletes are having problems, they're having problems for a reason. That string of bad grades might not just be a string of bad grades. There might be something else going on there that you can actually step into the breach and help change. I know that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more active with my athletes now at, than I ever have been. Uh, I'm going to be reaching out to some athletes I've fallen out of touch with because I need to. Uh, it's something that not only for me but for them. Someone else in their corner, someone else in their circle, someone else in their network. Even if it if it never matters to them and it never changes anything for them, because they don't they don't need it to right. Even if they continue to do well, I'm still going to step in and I'm still going to be that person who's willing to be in the breach with them because I have to. Don't just be their X's and O's coach don't be afraid to dig in with them. And I know a lot of, for a lot of you listening to me right now, you already are that coach. And I know that because I know you. And I know who you are. And I know how you are. So that's just keep that up. Don't stop doing that. But don't be afraid to step in and say something that, you, that might just piss off one of your athletes. Because you know what? You might be saying exactly what they need to hear. And that's the reason they're getting pissed off. As for my own journey, listen, there was a time when I thought about this stuff. I thought about, I hate to admit it, I thought about it in my life, all right? I thought about it clearly, um, and I thought about it. Fortunately for me, I thought about it more in an academic perspective than an emotional one, but I was going through a very, very difficult time, very, very deep depression that I'm, I'm happy to say is not anywhere near as bad as it, as it ever was, but I know that I still suffer from depression. I know it. It's still in my life, and I still have to manage that, okay? Depression, anxiety, stress, all these things can lead you to make decisions that are horrible. Forget suicide for a minute. Let's not even go that far. You can make decisions that are going to alter your life forever. You can decide to take, start taking drugs. You can decide to become, you know, you can wind up being an alcoholic. And I say decide very loosely. I know no one. I don't think anybody ever decides to destroy their life on purpose. I think they make decisions, a string of decisions that lead to bigger decisions that become a problem for them. Take advantage of your situation. Be present with your situation. And the same thing for your athletes and your kids. Be present to their situation. Be aware. Don't just make assumptions based on their act, their actions and their activities. Don't make assumptions that they don't care, that they're, they're giving up, or that they've decided to do something negative and they're going to be this person that does it. Don't assume that. Give them the benefit of the doubt, but don't be afraid to step into breach for that. And I know this has been this is this is a difficult episode for me because I'm I'm like I said, I'm speaking from my heart and, and I'm in a lot of pain over this because this kid was a fantastic athlete. And I believe that I could have done more. To help help him steer his life, but I also don't know if that was if that would have been the difference maker for him, or if it would have just driven him away and he could have wound up in the same boat. I'd like to think that he wouldn't have, uh, but even the people close to him didn't see it coming, and and I and I feel for them. I grieve for them as well. Um, so I'm going to go tonight and I'm going to pay my respects to him, to Mike, and uh, wherever he is. I hope that I hope that he's at peace, and and I hope that everybody listening got something out of this episode i'll leave you with this if you need help yourself reach out ask for it don't be afraid to ask for it if you see someone who needs help step in don't be afraid to take a chance don't be afraid to take a risk if it doesn't go well accept that learn from that understand it doesn't mean you don't it doesn't mean that you stop trying to help Okay, the, being rejected doesn't mean it's never going to work. It just means that they're not ready yet. you got to keep going. you got to keep at it. Please, for the sake of our kids, the sake of our athletes, the sake, the sake of all of our children, all of our, our friends, everyone we know, please step in and keep stepping in. Please step in that bridge. Please make mistakes. Please help them out. Do everything you can to change their trajectory. Or you, you too might wind up going through a wake that you'd rather not be going to. This is Coach Phil Houston. This has been the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. You know how to reach me. You can reach me on Twitter at Phil Houston, spell the last name right, H-U-E-S-T-O-N. On Instagram at Coach Phil Houston, again, spell the last name right. Right here through the podcast and through my website, CoachPhilHouston.wordpress.com. Thank you very much for listening to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast today. And as always, keep the faith and keep after it. (music)